Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventative maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the Rush Truck Center's service department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your location's details. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, people of the world. I am Rebecca Nichols. Welcome to my podcast show, Finding Nirvana. For me, personally, Finding Nirvana was more about unlearning and becoming who I was destined to be. It's about releasing the shackles and stepping into uncertainty, but with surety that everything is going to plan. The divine plan. It's about releasing fear and vibing high with love. It's about living your truth and being really fucking unapologetic, babe. It's about forgiveness, deep connection, mindfulness, meditation, and hacking your own health and well-being. This is your life, your journey. And on this show, I'm here to support you through sharing and shedding some light. I'm here to empower you to be the highest version of yourself. So stay tuned, subscribe, and tell your friends because we are going on a journey. And it is a journey, guys. I am super excited to have Sarah on the show today, who is an expert in human design. I have been exploring human design myself. Um, I'm not deep, deep into it, but I'm just starting out the journey and I thought it'd be a great opportunity to have someone on the show who, who is an expert, who can, um, who can tell us all about why we need to know our human design and how it affects us in the way we live and how we do things in our lives. Um, Sarah, so great to have you on the show today. So nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So I'll let you just like talk about you know what it is and how you came across it maybe your own little personal story I know we all have a personal story how we find these things yeah <laughs> so yes okay so I how did I find it much like everybody else I had had a corporate career for quite some time in my life and I've been in that for about 10 years and I would say the first six or seven were really brilliant and I was learning and growing and thriving and kind of loving life working at you know 100 miles an hour and then as I started to get towards the last uh, phase of my career I was feeling so out of alignment in terms of wow I've got to where I thought I wanted to go and you know I'm bringing in the money I I kind of set myself to earn and I've reached that title but not only am I unfulfilled, but I'm becoming really unhealthy. And my number one value in life, I feel lucky for this, is just instinctively always being my health. I've always been someone who's invested in wanting to feel good. And then yeah. I think you can only be on that journey for a certain amount of time before you start to realize that it's not the food, it's the, the mind. There's so um, much involved. There's so much involved. It's not like, yeah, you're good to say that. Yeah. Sorry, I just realized I called you Sarah. Your name is Sarah. I was no, no, it's Sarah. Yeah, it's Sarah. It's just spelled without a H. Yeah, you're all good. So, 
Yeah, I was on that journey. I was starting to dig more deeply into like health and spirituality. And as I kept going in the rabbit hole, it was like, wow, I like don't even know my way out anymore. And I think at some point during that, I was reading all the books and listening to all the podcasts. And I came across human design on a podcast a few years ago. And of everything I'd learned and taken in, human design was just like this switch of Ooh, what is that? And then I just obsessively started studying it online because everything I read just felt so connected and so deep and so complex. And it was able to articulate so much of what I thought and felt, but couldn't actually articulate myself about and about other people. Yeah. So that's where it began. And then it was, yeah, the more I looked into uh, what it so basically to give you a bit of a summary human design is like a really complex tool and it's a system that um, is synthesized of the chakra system I Ching quantum physics and the Kabbalah so it brings all of these systems together to create its own flavor its own entity every human gets a birth chart and that birth chart is based on their birth date time and location so it actually astrology into it as well yeah that's why i thought actually that's what i I did look into my chart and i haven't gone deep into it obviously we can talk a little bit about me i'm a generator but you know um i was like oh i had to put in my date of birth i have to put in my time this seems really similar to my natal chart and so yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was kind of like wondering how it all ties in. So, yeah, I mean, I know nothing, I know, and obviously no, don't know as much as you, but you've got all these types of different types of design of, of who we are as a human, basically. Yeah, exactly. So there's five energy types and everyone falls into one of the five. And that's basically a guide as to how to use your energy, what you're here to do, your kind of higher purpose in the world and the way you're designed to work. And then as you go into the chart, there's so much more. There's like 64 gates, which comes from the I Ching. There's nine energy centers, which is a version of the chakra system. And everything in the chart can either be opened or defined. And that's where, if you're looking at the chart, that's where you see colored in is what we call defined. And where it's open is just where there's white space. And essentially, those patterns will play out they give you kind of codes which plays into predictable behavioral patterns and experiences it speaks into your natural gifts and the challenges that you face so that's really what it does and you know someone like me a practitioner can just go in and read that chart but it also speaks into your conditioning versus your natural self so human design pays a lot of time to the journey you've been on and how that serviced you so far and where you're actually going right okay so, so if, yeah. I'm a, if i'm a generator i'm and i'm governed by sacral chakra i'm kind of yeah. like if it's not a fuck yes it's just go away from me like you know like Basically, yeah yeah <laughs> and i've yeah. kind of always been that way from a young kid so I never fitted into the school system. Like I knew that I'd come back to this planet. I'd all, I knew I was highly intuitive and I could pick up, I could be around someone and, and just know how they're feeling or I would take on their emotions in men, in so many ways. So I'm, I guess I was kind of like more of an empath in that way, but struggled with lots of, around that obviously with boundaries and things like that and knowing what's mine, what's not mine. <laughs> you know, I, I have I have struggled in this world. I have literally struggled because I'm trying to tell someone that if I don't feel like it, it's not happening. When they're trying to condition you to, oh, you have to do it and you have to be this way. And so that's the conditioning you're talking about. Like we've been conditioned from young, from our 
you know, from an, our environment, um, what, schooling? Everything. I think that's completely right. Yeah, you, we are so, the, the, for me, the most beautiful gift that human design has given me is this deep, deep, deep understanding that it's like, oh, that thing that I do or I think or I say, I am completely perfectly designed that way yeah. and I'm not meant to fit in that box that society created. Yeah what I love about it yeah I was a bit I mean I've only literally obviously even got into this work sort of 2014 and so I know I shared with you before we came on here about my experience most most of my guests will know um that I did win lottery in in 2014 actually that that year I was on a big journey a massive journey of, of awakening and that was just happened to be the icing on the cake um but I was focused on feeling good in my body yeah. so like you I was focused on I'm a now an integrative um, health coach as well I went and learned a, bit, a little bit more about nutrition but integrative nutrition holistic health like not just food, yeah. like everything right? uh, but that year I was focused on my physical body and I knew you know I just wanted to feel good I just wanted to have more energy um I was coming out of a really difficult time single mum postnatal depression my son was probably about three or four but I'd had a tough time on my on my own uh, raising him and I wasn't feeling so good about myself and I probably did struggle with a lot of low low self-worth but I something inside me said you know just go move your body and you'll feel better and I don't know where that voice came from mm -hmm. uh, or what that was you know so it's that it's I guess it's that intuition and trusting something you can't even really explain to to a lot of people like <laughs> um, it's really true isn't it? Like human design wants us and it gives us various tools inside ourselves and outside of ourselves to start to connect externally to the mind. Like it wants you to either play with something that lives in your body or it wants you to play with what the universe is putting physically in front of you in your world to stop calculating everything from this place that you know our minds are so intelligent but it's almost too much it's like they can completely over intellectual yeah analyzing analyzing everything and actually yeah. what i'm hearing from you too is that you know there's different types of circuitry in the body and as you speak for me you're kind of lighting up parts of the chart in my head with i imagine are in your chart and i can you know, I can just, you speak and I hear these words that you're saying and I'm like, ding, you know, ding over here because you will have these energies that are so strong and present in your body that eventually they do find a way to speak to you, which is almost to say, I don't know why, but you just need to go that way. I don't yeah. know why. Like, I don't know why, but I just need to buy a lottery ticket and I don't know yeah. why. I, to, I hadn't played the lottery in 10 years. It wasn't like, yeah. I not a replayer like I was sitting there doing affirmations going please god give me yeah <laughs> I wasn't yeah. doing any of that I was just feeling good oh. I was loving life I was loving myself oh. it wasn't I wasn't trying to do it from a place of desperation it was kind of like oh I'm gonna go and do this and try this and I've got a funny feeling and I don't know I actually kept seeing yeah. signs from the lottery like the past few days like leading up to that I kept seeing it kept yeah popping up but I already had um, my third eye opened yeah. Um, by looking at the moon gazing and, and smoking cannabis I was like and all of a sudden my, my third eye was and then I was like I, I had it was like the moon, moon was talking to me and I was like this is insane I don't I couldn't <laughs> uh, I didn't understand what it was and like, who was that was it me is it my higher self is it you? I didn't quite get it at the time and I still don't understand yeah. what that feeling was inside me yeah um, that compelled me but I remember also thinking 
I'm here for something. I'm here for something, but like there's something, there's more to what I'm seeing with my two eyes. Yeah, you know, what the world around me, there's more to this. There's more to yeah. the life I'm living. And, 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 you know, that, that feeling that I got when I was a young girl, um, looking up the stars and whatever, a lot of stuff that I kind of suppressed or put on the back burner because I couldn't explain it. Or also because I thought people would think I'm a bit crazy. Whereas now, like I'm like people come to me and ask me questions and da 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 and they want to find out more. Whereas before I just felt like a bit like an alien <laughs> in many Yeah, I, I personally feel that like we used to that, you know, one or two decades ago it was like do everything you can to fit in, in life because God, you've just got to survive, right? Like just fit in. And now I think people are looking to something unique and something different and like anyone who's inspiring by stepping outside of the mold those are the people who now are being celebrated and everybody wants to understand in themselves how to go back to that child that was a bit different that covered themselves up because now you you know so many people have put so many layers on top of their 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 inner self that they actually don't know how to access it anymore and they're like oh shit like I want to get back to her but I've been playing this game of covering myself up for so long like where like it's a mask or you know you're just I said you go through life and then things happen to you and I feel like you put on these lenses and not you know and you go through and you can't see because you've got so many different lenses that not even yours like it's like going around putting other people's glasses on and expecting to see Exactly. And, and I'm fairly confident that you're going to have an awful lot of what we call individual circuitry in your chart. And this is it's the words you're using, like literally feeling like you've been plunked on the earth and you're an alien. And when are they going to come and pick me up? This is somebody <laughs> who is like, like and why have I got this mother? And why have I gone through this trauma? And why did exactly. I have you? Yeah. Horrible things happen to me, actually. And I feel like in many ways, a big part of my calling is to help people you know heal from a lot of their childhood trauma and there was a lot of childhood trauma and I kept thinking I kept going as a young god girl and I just kept praying to god because my mum's not religious my mum's not nowhere near spiritual and, and as a young yeah. girl I would pray to god and go god what 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 is what's going on please help me why am I here I had no I, I was very confused but I knew I'd come yeah. back here I knew I'd come back here to do the, yeah do something with inside me was like no I'm, I'm back again I remember when I said to my mum, I'm back again. I used to say, when I was a young girl, and she said to me, you said to me once, like, I'm back again. And I, I don't remember saying that, but I was obviously very young. Yeah. Knowing that I'd and had lives before and that I've come back and this is my calling to wake up humanity or whatever. And this is it. And this is it. These people are so unique. They've got this path to carve that they are actually leading the way and creating a change and that is painful because it's like you're stepping out there on the things that other people haven't stepped on before and you're also the thing that always comes back to someone who's incredibly individual is that it is painful for you not to follow that path so as much as it kind of it's like ow ow I'm, I'm walking over here and it really hurts why am I doing it mm. you can't stop yourself because it is your mission to be yeah. to set the path for something new for transformation to happen so it's like yeah. a bit of a lonely road but it's it's the only it's painful for you not to follow those instincts inside of yourself. So uh, no, it, it, it has it has been a great, but I think it's been a, a very long period of time where there was a lot of solitude and a lot of like yeah. isolation because I felt so disconnected from what I like a lot of the things that I were acting out in terms of coping mechanisms and addictions and behaviors were because you know I couldn't even 
one, I couldn't deal with a lot of the trauma that I'd experienced. I didn't know how to, with, you know, with my emotionally, I was very immature in many ways as well. I didn't yeah. know how to express a lot of that heavy stuff or ha- I had a container to do so. And that's why mm-hmm. I think, you know, I've had to, I've had to go through and undergo a lot of therapy just to like have a space to like unpack it all. Um, but I'm kind of good at transmuting pain. I mean, I have a lot of Pluto in my chart, so it makes sense yeah. that I'm a transformation coach in many ways. I can help people transform because, and I love yeah. transformation and just in general, like DIY projects, you name it. I take something that's like no one wants and thinks it's a piece of shit and transform it into like magic. You yeah, know, exactly. I see that, that ability to create, I see things people can't see. Yeah, exactly. And that is your, that's your eye and your gift and your voice, isn't it? And I've no doubt you've probably got a lot of centers open in your chart, which means you're also receiving energy in constantly from the world around you. So not only are you able to feel and sense the emotion and truths of other people, but sometimes you can carry that energy in your body and it gets a bit trapped in there and it starts to become you carrying the emotions of other people. And that's probably where you've done a lot of work around releasing and emotions and actually some of what you have been releasing and letting go of is learning to stand present and strong in your own aura yes and and reflect energy out as opposed to constantly absorb the pain of everything that is in your environment and I still feel pain like what's happening in the world right now with in in um with Palestine is, is has been heartbreaking for me yesterday I had to have like a whole two hours of just crying because I can't see something like that and not feel affected by it like it really yeah. really upsets me and people sometimes I don't watch the news and sometimes I just stay away from stuff like that on because I don't care yeah of course because it just like I can't I can't deal with that yeah exactly and you know it's true what everybody says you can only nurture back if you're nurtured yourself or you can only give the level of love that you're feeling inside of yourself and it's very true there is a protection needed for I can only absorb so much into my body before it actually affects me being able to care for other people yeah so, you know, there's a real element there of like knowing where you're strong and knowing where you've got to put boundaries up to ensure that your energy is safe and protected I think exactly mm. and then so obviously I'm a generator but there's so many other different things so you've got like uh, I know you've got projector and I know you've got oh, yeah. generator. The, the generators are the biggest they're 37 yeah. The projectors are 20%, so I'm a projector. Yeah, then you have manifesting generators are 33. So altogether, the generator types make up 70%. So most of us are like that. Kind of majority of you are generator types, but the only thing that this, you know, doesn't mean that everybody is the same in any way because there's so much in heart. It just literally means that the generators have this really sustainable powerful energy source that is here to do the work of the world and it means that you guys are better when you're active and productive and deeply fulfilled by what it is you're doing I like to think of you guys a bit like the sun because I'm like you know without the sun the world literally would stop turning it's like you guys are the the motor behind everything and if you guys are energized and happy and your energy is fulfilled much like the sun, you're gonna, we're you know, creative. We're, we're, we're goers, we're doers, we're, we're making it, making shit happen. Making Everyone. stuff happen, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's inspiration though, isn't it? If we're not inspired, we can't, like, we can't do it because everyone else is doing it or have to's and should do's. We, we have to literally have something inside us that lights us up. Like, I can look at something for days and just be like, nah, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, right, I'm doing that today. 
Yes, and that, like I said to you before, for you to allow yourself that gift of tuning into your sacral, which tells you yes, yes or no, is, is brilliant because most adults won't allow themselves, children, yes, adults don't allow themselves to operate in that instinctive way because they're in their mind going, yeah, but, no, but, you know, like, oh, I've got to pay for this. I've got to take that road. I've got to have this responsibility or what will everybody think? Yeah. You're not fulfilled you deplete and because there are 70 percent of people walking around with this energy you also deplete the people around you just like the sun you can be bright and sunshine and fiery or you can be like a gray a gray cloud you know it's like you you for you energizing yourself and following that truth is the best thing actually it's what we need you to do as a world you know wow it's just so amazing so I know about obviously I know about the energy centers that's kind of like my main work that I do with chakras so it's so nice to see how it all ties in so yeah. I've experienced physical illness because I know I've been out of alignment but with mostly like my sacral chakra mostly with my solar plexus um and you know that the manifestation of disease I believe obviously is because you know we don't we're not nurturing ourselves not taking care of ourselves we're not doing the things that truly like lighting us up we're saying yes when we mean no yeah all those exactly. things exactly exactly we're completely living into conditioning we're following we're you know conforming to the ways we're it's not so easy to unconform and I also don't want to completely demonize conditioning because at the end yeah. of the day you know without conditioning we, none of us would speak a language there's so yeah. many gifts to be human and survive and like be in the world and yeah. be there's it's just gone too far you know to the point that we're so afraid our bodies now receive some uh, rejection as is almost like we're going to die because we're going to be evicted from the the tribe no one's going to yeah we our body reads rejection as survival so it actually doesn't know how to disassociate from a bad mood versus you're actually running from a lion and trying to save your own life like yeah, stress it's always quite flat that's all root chakra stuff and I noticed that like when we're like the survival we have to give up our so how I looked at when I looked at like how the shift has even happened within the chakra system over the years there's been this shift that's happened is like I have to give up my unique life expression for the survival of the tribe versus the new paradigm which is no me expressing my unique life expression is actually going to help the, the tribe thrive exactly that so human design evolves and the birth chart evolves as we do as humans so say for example projectors didn't used to exist they're the newest type and they're actually growing in number because we're realizing we went way too heavy on the like let's all work really hard all the time yeah. and now projectors have come in to be like Guys, like, is it pleasure is it more pleasure relax is it how is it because i think yeah. Because my friends are protected, she says, everyone thinks I'm just super lazy and I never want to do anything. Yeah. What is that? Tell me about it. Projectors <laughs> are gentle guides and natural leaders, and they have generally they have really strategic minds and they're able to work more efficiently in less time. So they've got this kind of essence within them that is like, I know I can get this job done in this amount of hours. The generators have more, you guys have got energy to spend and you actually like being in that position of doing things all the time. The projector is more likely to be like, I've done my work, now I'm going to go take a walk around the park. But it is because we are actually here to help guide other people. We have a kind of instinctive way of, we can't see ourselves so much. 
we can see other people. And that means that I could look at the way that somebody else is working and expending their energy. And if they allow me to, if they invite me to, and they recognize me as being this person, I can give them advice and kind of carefully help them to understand how to bring a little bit more play into their life, how to bring a little bit more downtime and rest so that we're swinging the pendulum back into balance of like, we don't have to work at hundred miles an hour all the time to get the job done and be happy and make money. We can be fulfilled with a bit more of a balanced life. But obviously you also don't need, you know, a world of projectors. We do need to get get kind of the job done. So it's yes, like you've got it. the projectors are over here guiding and being a little bit more efficient and taking they need cycles of rest. They don't have a sustainable they have, to they have to relax and rest more. You need to, but the yeah. funny thing is, I, I like for your friend that she said that she's tuned into that because again, we are conditioned as projectors to behave like generators. So from the moment we get born, we actually have a point to prove. To be honest with you, we will work harder than generators because we're like conditioned in our sacral center to be like must work all the time. Oh my God. And generally projectors will get to like this kind of burnout at maybe 35, 40 and go, like what why I'm physically like this isn't working I'm so out of alignment and it's because they're just pushing and pushing against their natural instincts because to be a projector is not normal so to be a projector your work ethic isn't the same as everybody else's or the way that you burn your energy is very different therefore you know you do you have this natural instinct inside of you to actually prove that you can do just as much as everyone else so it's like playing this game of like the generators not judging the projectors for their style, but the projector not judging themselves and saying, I am taking this time out because I've done what I need to do and now my body works better when it's rested. And yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. When we echo center by unplugging it from the wall and literally like I think a I need to be a little bit like more of a projector sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I need to be like, Rebecca, you need to get into receiving mode. Rebecca, you need to be in your feminine. Like, you need to go and have that bath. Like, you've done enough. Like, I have to recognize my accomplishments, which I feel like I don't. I'm so focused on the goal. Yeah. What's next? Okay. Inboxes. (laughs) And so I've had to actually balance myself out over the years and like go no it's okay to rest and because also I know my own ability once I'm focused and like determined I'm unstoppable it's absolutely right and like to be honest with you it's kind of blanket I can give blanket advice to any energy type just look just listen to what your energy wants and respond because you guys of course you need rest and when you push yourselves into depletion you can still reach a burnout or if you're moving in a life that feels unfulfilled you're going to hit that too yeah. so this is really why the balance of types exists now to say let's find fulfillment in other places let's not continually run ourselves into the ground and much like you needing to take that step back and go oh I've got to slow down because generators actually find it very difficult to not be in like productive mode all the yeah. time yeah and and then they they will fight and compete with themselves when the world is saying, "Hey, just take a little break. Let's step well, back." Even like even with even competitive with other beings, like even just like yeah. I guess social media can be a place where I've learned to step away yeah. in ways in a big way because I was like other coaches are doing this. Oh, maybe I should be doing yeah. this. I get caught up in, am I doing enough? Oh, but I am. But I'm doing it at 
at my own pace and, and, and listening to my own intuition, my own, like, I'm going, I have to keep going, I'm going at my own pace and it's good enough and I'm doing everything I can within my power. Well, I'm not like them, I have a constant, but also I think that ties into um, prove, having to feel like I have to prove myself and not, that just stems from I think childhood and like not feeling good enough because I never got the praise at all. I never got any yeah. praise never got any yeah. I, and also we yeah, also have really love languages look at I need affirmations I need you to yeah. say oh you love me yeah. I'm, I'm good enough and you're doing great and I'm proud of you so I've actually in in many ways because of the relationship I had with my mother I've had to then mother myself yeah yeah and I think that's the important part is going into your own background your own conditioning and yeah. pulling yeah. all these pieces so whether it's love languages or human design or another subject yeah. that makes that makes you understand yourself and going oh like that story I've been telling myself for all this time it came from there and now I understand it and I'm consciously aware I can flip it and I can start to realize I can be whoever I want actually but as long as I'm Mm -hmm. telling myself that you know so I think it's really important to go into your history and understand yeah there's no black and white is there like even like you know I'm working with people and I'm saying look you can't do it like how I do it if you're trying to be it and do it how I do it like don't look to me as a coach as someone that you want to be like my job as a coach is to guide you into wholeness and activate something inside of you and yeah you can discover who you truly are it's not to be like me yeah exactly exactly and then you don't want to create a codependent coaching relationship where people are actually attacked because I think there's a tendency in the industry sometimes people to want to attach to their coach and need that support but actually the coach is there to say I'm I'm supporting you in becoming your best self not not me not anybody else I'm actually separate from that yeah you do you yeah I mean, if we could all just remove those should do's and have to's, I mean, Louise Hay spoke about it. She says these are the biggest crimes we have against humanity, I think, is that we have so many stories that are just kind of like, doing this, or I have to, or no, but I have to do this. And this whole kind of normalization of how we should be as humans is like, okay, well, that's just life, or that's how things go. And it's the, it's the linear way of living, isn't it? It's like, yeah do this at this age and then at this age you do this and you do this. it's kind of like oh and, I, and actually that was a big wake-up call for me I remember being a young girl and sitting in a religious studies class and I was at probably about 13 or 14 and um my teacher wrote on the whiteboard you know a big long line and he was like here's where your birth is and here is you know this is this age this age this stage and then you die and this is like and he was like all these t- this timeline of your life and telling mm. them, like at this point and this point and this point and whatever and I was like and that just fucking kind of scared me <laughs> in many yeah. ways really very young but I didn't understand looking at that image why that would freak me out but something inside me was like this is bullshit yes but I love that you instinctively knew all of that because most people have never had that voice inside of them to say this, don't listen to that. That's not break away, go over there. I've been listening so much at the moment and really trying to wrap my head around the concept of, you know, time not being time. And yes, all part of me is like, yeah, I, I hear this, but man, I've been conditioned for a long time to set everything to this, to, you know, I'll get this done in an hour and I'll be there by five o'clock and getting myself out of that formula. 
Yeah. I find yeah. time slows down for me. I mean, time is responding, isn't it? In many ways. Yeah. Greatest illusion. Yes. And it yeah. responds <laughs> to you. So if you feel and say, I don't have time or it's too late. Too oh my gosh. gosh. I, I mean, I, I get women that work with me and, you know, they come to me, listen, I've been on this journey for, well, I was already in my thirties, right? Which mm -hmm. makes me, and I, I look at that, I'm quite, I'm, I'm young. I mean, I'll be young, mm -hmm. I'll be young forever anyway, me. I, I'm one of them mm -hmm. people, like, I think it's all about how you feel. Um, yeah. But, you know, you get reached, really it's too late for me now. It's too late for me to go and do a new career or to try something, or, or, you know, yeah. As I said, I've been doing this for seven years, and I'm still not, you know, where I maybe even want to be. Like, there's so much work to do, you know. And I, I know it's great, and that's yeah. fine. And I'm happy to do that. I know it's a journey, mm -hmm. um, but it just astounds me that people think there's this this time limit or this expiry date on your dreams. Or, it's, or yeah, I think with us having such high conditioning around time, any poor relationship with time is a relationship with lack. Yeah. And I have really, really deeply realized, and human design helped me realize this because I have a lot of pressure centers open in my chart that are this like go, go kind of yang attitude. There's not enough time. And when I started delving into that, I realized that there's not enough hours in the day or this kind of thing is actually a link to a lack somewhere else because you are not enough, because you can't get it done in time, because you're too old. Actually, if you go into your relationship with time, you're going to discover an awful lot more about things that are presenting themselves in your life. For example, you know, I know I have clients who might be calling in a boyfriend, a partner, a family, yet they're at work all day, every day, running around saying, I don't have enough. Well, then look, if you're saying you don't have enough time, then you don't have enough time for family, a partner, because you don't have time now. I, yeah, that's interesting. So you're creating space for me. I'm creating, you're always the creators, but not the victims of life and time, right? So it's the, it's the switch. Create space for what you want in your life to come through, I think is one of the most important things. Is, and the other thing we see in the chart are different life cycles for different people. So I might see it made a lot of sense to me, for example, when I find out that I had a profile that was slightly unconventional in its life path and actually goes on this journey of like experimentation and adventure and to be honest with you settles down later than is conventional so maybe more like late 30s into their 40s this profile starts to go hmm, I'm a bit more comfortable now I kind of I'm ready for that home or that partner or that settled career and I really like being able to speak into people's life cycles and say your journey might be a bit later than everyone else, but you know what, that's a good thing because it means it just keeps getting better. We all bloom when we're supposed to, like some things, some seeds take a little bit longer or they've been deeply rooted in the earth or whatever. Yeah. You've got something else to do, that's all. Yeah. 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 So then oh, it's so amazing, it's so fascinating. I mean, and, and you know, you could just, there's, there's no limits to what you can learn and how. <laughs> Yeah. like that's what I think I think it's having the openness what I say to people when they're coming to this work is like you really do have to be open to this and just kind of let go of that logical the mind you do yeah like it's there to serve us mm -hmm. rather than be this like it's a master or slave isn't it it's kind of like mm. Are you going to be giving the brain the direction, the mind the directions, or, or is it you're going to be constantly thinking and overthinking and overanalyzing? And I've been in relationships as well where I've, I've suffered because of the way they were thinking, whereas I'm just super like, 
no, let's do this. My intuition is going that way. And they're like blocking me. And I've, and, and, and actually that caused a lot of the, the issues within my own body as well, because mm. you're torn between listening to your partner, listening to your friends, listening to your parents, whatever, and trusting something that's just there, has always been there and has always been there along. So when we're choosing our partners, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm single because <laughs> it's, it's hard to be with someone like me. I guess in, in many, not hard, but you need to be energetically aligned to your partner. I think yeah. it is. I think it's just very important that you are aware of where you're receiving your partner in. So let's say, let's imagine you've got an open head center. It's very important then that if your partner is defined in their head, your beliefs are aligned because actually you are absorbing them. And then within your own body, there's going to be like a conflict where you're kind of fighting with what you're bringing in versus what you know inside yourself. But yeah. I think you, you kind of touched on it then. For me, it's like it is because it's about embodiment and it's actually... Yeah. Of course, our mind is there to serve us, but as much as we can begin to practice embodiment, i.e. coming out of the mind through breath work or meditation, that is the space because everybody thinks, I don't, I don't get it. I can't, you know, I can't switch my mind off. It's there all day long. Of course it is. It's going to talk as much as you allow it to. But when you start to build in these brief windows of time into your life, where you are actually engaged, either spiritually or physically, that is when your mind is given a little bit of a break and you've got this like open window to run into of a new thought, a new idea, a new place, a new feeling. Mm -hmm. And that actually, when you can start to bring embodiment into your life, you train your mind to be a little bit quieter and to be more, you know, to be more clear and to be more concise and less erratic. So you just have a notice of you just notice it and you go that's an interesting point of view <laughs> and oh, I stop and go exactly. oh. you're aware like, of it just like that's not me or that's a thought or where'd that come from you know just rather like that pause or rather you know exactly. it's just awareness it's just awareness and I think it's exactly. a, practice, a practice of kind of is that an old story is that really is that true I'm going to question that yeah Really witness it and question it before you go down the path because when you go down the path if it's out of control one thought just spirals into 20 other million thoughts but if yeah. you can exactly as you just said stop in your tracks and question it you might have time to replace it with a new thought and then you go down a different direction and that's where really the growth begins yeah I mean I mean I spoke about opening my third eye and cannabis and I, everyone talks about cannabis being this feminine plant that you know the energy that's kind of opened me up and made me get, yeah. get out get more actually allowed me to get more into my body and get more into yeah. my feelings it's like it's it's communicated with me and shown me things that also suppressed and whatever whatever it's just been a beautiful opener for me but then there was times where it was a bit I was going too much into it and not enough yeah. so I think obviously with everything it's like you have to know like I've had to I had to stop it for a bit it's like no 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 I have to have more control and you know yeah feeling around relaxing like yeah you just you've got to know yourself exactly use it use all of these things as a tool to keep strengthening you but obviously any moment one of the tools then starts to take you over is when you've got to step back in with your mind and go hey no so yeah it's like using everything that works for you to relax you in some way to open you up is a good thing 
Yeah, no, definitely. And and so we've got generators. Spoke about generators. We know I'm a generator. There's there's the your projectors. There's what there's yes. responders. Responders. The reflectors reflectors are so they're only 1%, and these guys have all of the nine energy centers open in the body. So if you can imagine where you're open, you're receiving in. So reflectors have a wildly varied experience, and they are constantly absorbing everything inside of their body. And if they are obviously unaware of this growing up, it can be quite exhausting and overwhelming. So project, reflect the, the role of the reflector traditionally is to essentially reflect the wellness or sickness of the tribe. So if you imagine a reflector is standing back in front of you, they're almost a mirror to your energy. You know, if, they, if they're in a room or an environment and they are healthy and happy and energized, it's because that is what they're receiving in. And the opposite is true if they're receiving in toxic negative energy. So it's extremely, extremely important that reflectors are in the right place with the right people and that they take time to integrate decisions and to move through the emotions. They can be quite changeable, a little bit, let's say dramatic or intense in their emotions, but this really gives them the ability to bond extremely deeply and to be extremely loyal and loving and see the potential that exists in like all you know all of the world and they can make really good performers because they can they can literally feel what it means to be everything around them and you know when they're using that carefully they can present that back so they can make incredible performers and they're they're just so they're just so unique and this and it's so cool because when you meet a reflector it's like they are so unique and they they express so differently than other people do and it's really it's really lovely but i think as a reflector in the beginning of the journey there's a lot of deconditioning to do and there's a huge compassion for yourself that needs to come in to understand wow i knew i was different like i i knew it you know yeah, i'm not crazy <laughs> here's the permission to understand like oh I yes Permission yeah. is a big thing. I think that's what I'm always telling people. I was like, do you know, when I say to some of my clients, I'm like, do you want me to give you permission? Is that what you want? Yeah, they do. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the permission, there's a permission slip for you to be yeah. you and live your exactly. fucking life. Here we yeah. go. There you go. You've got permission. Because that it can be um it can be difficult to be out here and be like be you. We're all unique. I think we are all very unique. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be out here and just be like, no, this is this is me. This is me. Yeah. And I think I've just embodied that so much more in the past year. Whereas I feel like I I don't know. I th I I kind of feel like I if I say the wrong thing, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna upset and offend someone, and that, that really affects me. Like knowing that I've upset someone and offended mm -hmm. someone has always been a bit of a like, oh, because I'm not like that. You know, I'm kind of sensitive. Sure. And so I've had to learn and go, well, it's okay to upset someone if I'm being myself, like me mm -hmm. being my true authentic self. If that's mm -hmm. upsetting to someone, I'm just going to have to learn to live with that. Yeah, exactly. That's the hardest thing for me to do because to, I kind of, I don't know if it's because I just want to be liked by everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think when you're um, deeply empathetic, I think the problem is that if you offend or upset somebody, you actually feel their pain a little bit. Mm -hmm. So there's part of you, you know, when you're opening the emotional solar plexus, these people tend to avoid confrontation and truth because it's painful to, to 
have reflected back to you something that you don't want to feel it is painful so you learn not to do that and to play it safe and then there's an element of you know if you're opening your your will or your heart center you're also you want to be liked we need to be loved we all inherently need to be loved we've all got our own version of experiencing rejection or abandonment or something in our lives that has caused us a pain or a trauma so understanding where that began for you and what receiving love looks like to you so therefore you, you know we all go along through life chasing that thing that makes us feel lovable yeah yeah and, and, and sometimes it's all and then actually in fact like i have definitely abandoned my true self in relationships because my need for approval had and the codependency obviously there's elements of that it's been so strong that i've abandoned who i am like truly am for the approval of others mm -hmm. And so that has been a big thing for me of shifting and going, okay, I, I need to just be able to really, really love myself now and just be like, I've never, I've never really, and you know, even, even to like a few years ago, because when my, when my, when my relationship ended, which I, which I thought and believed was the one been flamed, soulmate, whatever. <laughs> this mm. is the one. Yeah. Like, I, in many ways, they said the twin flame is the most painful thing. I think it was more yes. the flame than it was the soulmate. Um, yeah because it showed it's, it's the awakening that that relationship will, will bring you and the awakening is obviously more or less coming back to myself it was a good thing that you didn't love me it was a good thing that you left me and whatever because I would never have learned how to truly love myself I would have gone through every single relationship and only felt complete in that relationship rather than being and feeling complete like here right now where I am exactly and actually what the law of manifestation says is that in some way or another, you believe inside of yourself that that person will leave you. And in essence, you if you don't believe that you are worthy to stay for, eventually they leave to, to validate your own beliefs. You know, then, you, then you can be like, knew it, told you I wasn't. I know, it's everything. It's yeah. everything. I see it, I've seen it play out. And it's, you know, you don't see it until you look back and you connect and, and like, you just see it and you see it so clearly like, ah, oh, that happened. And that's why that happened because I had this deep inherent belief about myself that yes, I wasn't really worthy of that love and that relationship. And I kind of rejected it, like on a subconscious lesson, like I kind of repelled it. Mm. Like even with but the money. <laughs> As you say, it creates space and that space then comes and it will continue to come back until the universe is like, man, just, you know, love yourself first. And, yeah. you, get and you keep having these patterns and eventually it comes up to you. You almost lay back and surrender and you're like, OK, tell me what to do here because I am yeah. just getting it, you know, and and you keep growing. And each time something happens, it it really they really are our best teachers even though it doesn't yeah, go no, and I, I know and, and actually in all the painful things that we think are like the worst things that ever happened and I say well look I'm still here I'm living and breathing I didn't die like the worst, yeah. some of the worst things could happen to me and I'm still here living like from losing a huge amount of money to heart loss mm -hmm. to to the heartache but then to, to be diagnosed with HIV in my pregnancy so that was kind of like the manifestation mm. of all that heartaches when I look at any disease associated with the heart chakra you're looking at the lungs we're looking at respiratory illnesses we're looking mm. at heart disease breast cancer we're looking at all that blockage in the feminine yeah. that not allowing and open to love and actually being and embodying love as you are love 
Yeah. And I think this is the era now you you touched briefly on earlier, the new paradigm. And I think the era that we are, you know, as a generation, we're almost doing the real heavy groundwork now of like understanding. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's really a tough phase to be in for, I think, you know, the human design chart is changing in 2027, at which point, and this has been predicted since, since the beginning of human design, that in 2027, we're actually shifting into a completely new paradigm. But of course, at the front end of that, and as you move into that, the energies are intense and they're changing. And we are the people who are actually needing to emerge us out of a time of uh, working too hard, valuing ourselves, you know, not loving ourselves. We are moving and shifting into a time where business is done differently we lead with self-love you know we are more authentic first sales come from the heart as opposed to yes. being heart-centered integrity strong values that like yeah like real true conscious yeah. leadership that I mean that's what that's what I know I'm here for like you know not yeah putting humans before money and and not being <laughs> yeah and we're learning those lessons and i'm putting i'm putting health before money you know also another reason why you know that happened in many ways like the manifestation of sickness happened was because so much shadow work still needed to be done and i was burnt out because i was so desperately trying to make money from having lost a lot of money and everything was that desperate energy mm-hmm. of desperation which kind of just blocks us anyway when we're trying to desperately do anything whether it's like even heal our bodies so mm. I'm talking to clients and they're like, I'm trying, I'm doing everything I can. I was like, maybe just don't try. Maybe go and have some. Maybe just relax. Maybe go do the things that really, truly bring you joy. And your body is going to respond. It's going to yeah. heal because your body knows how to heal. I'm doing all the juicy. I'm doing all the affirmations. I'm doing all these rituals. I'm like, don't do it. Stop doing it. Yeah. And then the shift is just like, whew, relax just relax, yeah. just chill like stop worrying it's, it's going from that worry anxiety controlling mind to to the wonder yeah. and mm. inner child of playful mm. you know I'm like I put yeah. myself first every day I get up I take my children to where they need to be nursery my son goes to school and then I go to the gym yeah I have to start my my day off nurturing and nourishing my body same yeah I think like for me a morning routine was another life changer on the journey to like health and spirituality it was like oh this literally sets the tone for the entire day and if I don't schedule it in here of course I can't fit it in anywhere else so no later on the day I've got kids to deal with and food to cook and clients to speak to and then I'm just tired and I just you know I want to relax so yeah it's it's knowing it is knowing your own energy and like there's no I'm just not really wrong or right I I, you know there's people say well you have to do this and you have to do that and everything has to be so rigid and controlled and and then that can be overwhelming but I, I guess you know I, I I'm, I'm always telling people to tune into their feelings but that's because that's what I do but maybe that's also wrong I don't know but I I always I kind of feel like no it's good to listen to know I'm like I do this and then I just sit and listen and go what do I feel like doing now <laughs> and it, it is good to do that and I because I think too many of us now we've got all of the tools for numbing that exist food alcohol drugs work yeah, social life yeah. everything and you know corona actually stopped people from being able to numb themselves quite I so know. much 
they actually had to sit with themselves for a whole year and I said well I'd already done the work on myself it wasn't a very difficult time but I understand how much pain has come up from a lot of people because they've actually been they haven't been able yeah, they haven't been able to go and do like, oh, I'm going down the pub and have a few pints and a little uh, to get yeah. about or I'm going to go have sex with that person and that person or yeah. whatever it is. But yeah, no, you're right. It's 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 allowed us to actually sit with ourselves. And that's either been a really massive awakening and transformation or it's been like hell. And then it breaks my heart that so many people decided to kill themselves in, in last year and there was so much suicide because sitting with themselves was really not a great experience mm. and they would look, feel overwhelmed when they would look ahead at their life and go wow how am I going to get to that life I want because it feels so distant I think people realize maybe they didn't have the home or the job or the partner they wanted and it's like you can get it though there's never you've yeah. you've just got to refocus and put put some work in and be with yourself like you say you've got to actually be with yourself and that yeah. is in some cases and I actually now love being with myself like I just genuinely love being with myself it's just like the best thing ever like I don't get me wrong I love I love being with people and um, I yeah. think it's about having those real genuine um yeah energizing fulfilling connections where you feel appreciated respected okay. whatever like it's 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 different now you know whereas I seeking out relationships because I don't feel good enough but or and versus oh seeking relationships that I know will empower me yeah and, exactly and, and vice versa the energy is reciprocated in many ways it's life-changing exactly exactly and it's like once you go once you start the journey you kind of you can't stop anymore, can you? Because you just keep on finding a new way of being or you, or you can't go back to who you were. You can't go back yeah. to shallow intentions. You can't go back to not listening to your body because it becomes your truth and there's no way out of that. And that's a great thing. I mean, now we're living in a time where I guess there's a lot of, you know, you know, I, I from my own personal experience with my mum, who's completely a different generation, a generation that has grown up with a huge amount of conditioning, but also haven't really done the work on themselves. Um, of like, you yeah. must do this, you must get this done. Why haven't you got, you know, we're talking vaccines right now. Why haven't you done this? Yeah. And that kind of, the scientists are saying that you know and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. people are smart and da, da, da. they've done it for so long and you should I trust them I trust them I'm like well um how about I I'm trusting I just trust my own body you know I'm not gonna argue yeah. just, you know we're coming yeah. up it's it's that like so we're the generation that's like more awakened like oh we've done this work and we've kind of like getting mm -hmm. to know ourselves whereas versus you know my mom's generation the 60 plus rows who's just blindly gone through their whole lives yeah. You know, she will sort of person will sit and watch the news all day. Oh, you should yeah. just about this new variant. This new variant's coming now. When you should be, and I'm like, mom, I don't live in fear. You know, and respectfully, mm -hmm. I'm living my life, doing my thing, mm -hmm. and I really don't give a fuck. I just don't care yeah. about anything. I know it's like I'm not ignorant. I know what's going on, but I know it's not going to affect me. Like I've gone through. Yeah. The, a transformation in my body and my health. Like I understand the human body. Mm -hmm different level 
yeah exactly exactly on, on, on a holistic level like you know so i think the co there is a level of coercion like oh let's go get that you're protecting other people you're doing and i think this is where we do have to be like you say more in our truth more standing and being grounded in our own power and our own energy yeah. rather than like just again going along with what's normal what's right or what everybody else is doing because that's creating a lot of the disease in our body anyway when i look at something like rona i'm like it's a heart anything respiratory it's all heart chakra related and as mm. we just need to open our hearts we have to open our hearts in a big way open ourselves to love yeah exactly and reduce resistance inside the body and reduce stress which is attacking ourselves yeah it's this the, the good news is that scientists are actually now starting to move into this and support it with factual evidence which is great Hallelujah. i'm not just a quack yeah <laughs> exactly you're a pioneer you're a I pioneer. Know. it has been it has been challenging it's only probably been since this has all happened that people are actually going to kind of questioning so much because obviously there'll be so many people who will have a belief that hiv causes causes aids and that you will die mm. if you don't take hiv drugs um you know but obviously i had i kind of knew the creation of behind that disease because i already had the knowledge so i was kind of sitting there with doctors going well i don't want to put these drugs into my body to be honest i'm not really interested i'm going to try do different things you know i'm going to try and do some herbal medicines and i'm going to try and start working on my chakras again and do the work and whatever i'm going to trust that my body can heal mm. well i don't have any evidence of virus in my body and i'm not dying wow. of it. so well, you know, for you for taking all of the challenges that have come your way and continued as difficult as it is continue to say i'm going to teach other people i'm going to not only heal myself but heal someone else in this process and also i think it's such an important thing that we all take accountability for the ways in which we create or invite things in our life and go okay how can i look at myself and make a change here it's very noble and, and very rare like most it's maturity it's maturity yeah. anyway it's actually taking that radical responsibility for your life and your health Whereas I'm going along and getting a quick fix. I mean, look, most doctors are only really dealing with symptoms. It, it, it's, it's not a real yeah. thing. They're coming along and going, you've got, you've got a problem in your body, you've got pain, you've got, da, da, da. okay, well, this drug will work. Well, if that doesn't work, we'll try this one. And they don't even really know. So, yeah. yeah. They don't have the answers. There's a real lack of education for people to know that there is another way to explore. And I think that's now what's being opened up is like, of course, medicine is so powerful and has such a place. Yes. But also yes. for certain things, you can look to another avenue. And I think people are just even starting to realise that's a possibility. Yeah, it is a possibility, but you know, it's funny because it has it has caused this awakening in people. People are starting to question it, or oh, maybe the things are I am putting into my body are creating this disease, and maybe I could change the way I eat or the way I think or the way I move, and that might happen. To yeah. Me my cells respond in my body um but then you've got doctors that come out and write books like food isn't medicine as <laughs> a oh, way of I kind of, heard of that. oh there was one doctor but he's blocked me but it's fine um <laughs> he's blocked me on instagram because actually he blocked everybody on instagram who went onto yeah. his page and actually said this bullet this book is bollocked it's called <laughs> it's called nutribollocked he's wrote a book called nutribollocked <laughs> That, that food isn't medicine he's gone out of his way he's a doctor who basically cuts people open and does surgery 
to, yeah. to tell the world that he is justified in medicine as the only way to, to fix the body and debunk every single person out there in the world who's healed their body with natural ways and I just think oh. that's anything it's kind of insane I, like at least as a doctor as someone who's taken an oath to do no harm you could at least embrace it or at least be curious I'm sitting there arguing with with a lot of the people in the and going well you could at least listen to me and, instead of just disregarding everything I say you might actually learn something yeah. because they've gone down this path of learning and conditioned by the industry it's like anything you say that questions their beliefs there's a level mm. of dissonance in anything right but it's like no I've worked really hard and I've got this PhD or I've got this doctor and I've spent all this money and I'm right <laughs> I'm right yeah. I think that's the only thing you can really ask of people is that they open their mind enough to accept that there is another possibility or opinion that exists and yeah. that their opinion is exactly that and we all have gifts and things to share but you cannot 100% dismiss somebody else's way of being or thinking yeah, and I, yeah. I think you know especially now as you raised the vaccine earlier it's like I completely understand both sides of the table exactly. but if, you, if you're on the, the side of the table that wants it and believes in it that's great but do not suggest that somebody else should think or feel the same way as you do allow it thinking, isn't it because everyone does I think that's the ego part of ourselves like as well, we want to feel justified in our beliefs and we want people to think and believe like us and know, oh, you should be, well, why, why aren't you like me? Or that's just, or, you know, everyone, mum says, well, everyone else is getting it. Everyone, it's yeah. thinking of like, it's a, it's, a, it's a group thinking mentality in many ways. Yeah. Isn't it? um, it's rather crazy. than a very critical individual. I'm an individual with my own beliefs, my own, and that's kind of like crown chakra. Beliefs are all kind of up there. Like I said, I'm a divine individual creation yeah exactly exactly well it's mm. been so good to have you here i know i'm yeah. conscious of time but i know you, may do, you do have to have things to do here but time it's real but it's kind of like you know we do have to <laughs> yeah um, well, it's hard to get out of that one isn't it <laughs> yeah. i have to go pick up my daughter that, that is real yeah. um but to tell people about where uh, well, they can connect with you um and your website and things like that yeah, thank you. I so my business name is Soul Stories HD. So you can mostly I'm in the Insta world. So at Soul Stories HD, and then the website is the same. So just soulstorieshd.com, and you can just come say hi, or you know, drop in my DMs, send me an email, or just follow what I do, whatever you want. But I'm always sharing kind of human design and the world of and how yeah. to find your own. Exactly. I'm learning so much just from even following on Instagram. So no, no worries, guys. I'm definitely going to put everything in the show notes of where you can connect. Yeah. As well. But I just did thank you for your insight today and 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 sharing with, with the work with me and the world because um, yeah, I just think it's about time we all kind of really understand ourselves a little bit deeper and, and yeah, I agree. Just living a more abundant life, we can't do that without knowing ourselves. On, on, I agree. on a deep level so thank you thank you oh no thank you so much it's been such a great chat so nice to meet you properly and i will um see you again definitely my love take care right. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino online i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true chumba casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.